Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. Welcome back to Off the Boards. I'm your host and lead writer, Christian Fowler, and joining me today to discuss Memphis's third game in the in the Bahamas in their third victory this week over the Bohemian national team. Go Tigers 247 founder Brooks Hansen. Man, Christian, I am sad because I am home away from the beach. You're still there and the men's basketball team is still enjoying the sun and beating up on some Bahamas teams. So um, yeah, so just to recap for people who who missed it uh, on Saturday afternoon, the University of Memphis men's basketball team played the Bahamas uh, national team and beat them 87-77. to uh, It was a pretty close game all throughout the first half. Memphis actually trailed at the end of the first quarter and slowly but surely made their comeback uh, and really kind of began that separation in the third quarter. Um, so I guess, Christian, let's just keep going Looking at the starting lineup, we've seen three games. We've seen three exact same starting lineups with DJ Jeffries, Lance Thomas kind of being your four and five, and then Boogie Ellis, Damian Ball, and Lester Quinones uh, as your as your backcourt. So consistent like crazy, and uh, as always, those those guys have consistently performed. Uh, what do you take away from that starting five? Well, when we when we did our episode two nights ago after their last victory, it was really the last thing I spoke on was consistency and efficiency uh, from the starting lineup and from the team overall. So I think back to what you said about this lineup being so consistent, um, when you look from top to bottom, Boogie Ellis didn't have as much scoring tonight, had five points, still played well uh, on the on the boards and assisted a little better than he has the past couple nights. Then you have Damian Ball, who had 12. I think you know, he almost had a triple-double with eight rebounds and six assists, so another big performance from Damian Ball. 17 from Lester Quinones, who shot great from three. Lance Thomas had eight, and DJ had 14. So consistency is, once again, key with this lineup. They played well together once again, and they also logged more minutes together tonight due to the game being so close. Ryan Boyce didn't even get to play a minute played 48 seconds. Jaden Hardaway played five minutes. Isaiah played about seven minutes. Uh, so really they were rotating seven guys with the starting five, Tyler and Alo. So that's a, I think that's another good thing for this team. It's something that's been a key theme of what we've been discussing is um, that Penny wants them to have adversity throughout this tournament. And I think this is really the first point that they've had adversity. It's something that we pointed to the other night. So they finally got to play in a close game and fans and, you know, the coaching staff finally got to see how they responded. But back to what I was saying about the starting lineup, you know, they all play 25-plus minutes together. So I think that just helps build chemistry and get these guys used to each other. So I think overall, uh, you know, getting the victory, having it as a close game, and this starting five get, starting five getting to play th- together so much was really good for this team and really good for this unit. But, Brooks, I want to talk to you about Damian Ball. I know he's been your guy for a long time. You were one of the first people to identify him, and he had a massive, massive second half. So, Brooks, I know we didn't get to watch a ton of the game, but looking at Damian's stat line and what he brought at the end of that game, 
once again, what what is everything shaping up to look like for Damian, and how impressive is this performance that he had tonight? Well, Damian is very quickly cementing himself into this starting lineup. I know a lot of people didn't believe me that he would work his way into this starting lineup, but uh, he's proving it. Um, and his box score doesn't even tell the full story because you don't see the deflections, the uh, the way that he hedges on screens and, and forces guys uh, in certain directions on screens or pick and pops. And he he help, he's he's great with help side defense. He'll he'll kind of lag off his defender if he feels like a guy's about to cut. Uh, he does a ton of things defensively that you don't see in a box score. You'll never see unless you're really looking at the details. Uh, but Damian is a guy who's always he's always been this way, even dating back to before he reclassified. Um, he was always kind of a stat stuffer. He he isn't gonna he's not gonna be your highest score, but he will give you double digits. He'll go out and get you, you know, five to ten rebounds. He'll give you five to eight assists, and then and then anything you get from him, whether it be steals. Uh, blocks it's all bonus because his you know he's so long he's so active he's gonna get some of those other categories so it's it's just crazy how he tallies something in almost every column uh, of the stat sheet so he made his impact and and today you know Penny Hardaway said before this trip He's confident in his guys, even the guys that aren't known as shooters, Damian Ball being one of them. He said, you know, if, if he had to put money on it and he, he needed it, he felt com- confident that if Damian Ball had that corner three and had to hit it, it's going in. And Damian today was one of two. You know, he hit 50% from, from three. Uh, the team overall didn't shoot as well tonight. They were only 34% from deep. Uh, tonight, which is still pretty good. That was almost a good performance for the last two year squads. Um, they just they've shot better than that in the previous two games. Um, but yeah, I mean he he's great. Uh, he's he's so consistent, and I think it's because he starts his game on the defensive end. A guy that had to. I I do want to point out something though. Uh, a guy that had to kind of flip that is normally more of an offensive-minded guy in Boogie Ellis. He kind of had to flip tonight. His shot wasn't falling. He had to kind of bring that intensity on the defensive end. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The point I want to hit on next is a player that we actually haven't spoken much about uh, since the team has been in the Bahamas, and that's Lester Quinones. He led the Tigers in minutes, scorings, uh, three-point shots hit. He was 5 of 10 from behind from uh, behind the three-point line, shot 54% from the floor, and really just played a great game for the Tigers tonight. And he's been good in the first two games. He's been consistent. I think he's averaged about 10 or 11 points a game, but he really had a big performance uh, on Saturday night against the Bahamian national team. So a big performance for Lester Quinones, and I think it just continues to show that any of these guys 
can have a big game on any given night. And I think that's what the fans have come to expect. And like we've said multiple times, and I think we have to keep saying this, that this trip doesn't mean too much in the long run. It doesn't mean that all these freshmen are going to be first-team All-American Conference or anything like that. But it is a little bit of a sample size for what could come during the season. So we, we see that some of these players have big games and other nights they can lag off a little bit, but there's other players back there uh, that can you know, really make up the slack. And I think with a guy like Lester Quinones, it was really inevitable that he was going to have a breakout game just because he's one of those guys, if he gets hot shooting from the three-point line, he's going to have a great game, and that's really what happened tonight. Uh, he cooled off a little bit in the second half, but still played well. Like I said, led the Tigers in minutes with 33 and then also put up 17 points. So we've spent a lot of time talking about DJ Jeffries and Damian Ball and Lance Thomas. But tonight it was really Lester Quinones that, that was probably the best performer for Memphis. Yeah, I mean, you look at it so far in three games in the Bahamas, Lester is averaging 10 points, seven and a half rebounds, and two and a half assists. Um, he's, he's logging... Uh, some of the most minutes of the entire team. He's averaging 34 minutes a, a game right now. And so, again, anybody who's questioning whether or not Lester Quinones is going to make it into the starting lineup, uh, I think you need to look into the mirror and question your own sanity. I think Penny Hardaway is showing that he is trying to get Quinones minutes now uh, because he expects big production from him at, when the season starts, and that means – production from the get-go production in the starting lineup um, you know you you mentioned DJ he's averaging 21 and a half points seven and a half rebounds uh, big time pr- production there from him Damian 10 and a half eight rebounds three and a half assists I mean he's the leading assist guy on the team right now uh, Penny spoke after the first game and said he's our best passer uh, a lot of people don't don't recognize that about him but here's a sneaky stat a guy that is coming off the bench that is kind of getting a little overlooked right now, and that's Tyler Harris. He's he's averaging 14.5 points per game in his three games in the Bahamas and four assists a game. He's actually – he he is he is averaging half of an assist more than Damien. I, I spoke incorrectly. He, he leads the team in assists per game right now in the Bahamas. Uh, I'm – absolutely blown away that Tyler Harris has accepted that role of coming off the the bench and is just coming out and producing. Um, so big ups to Tyler Harris. Um, anything you have to say about him or any returnees? Well, I think I do want to hit on Tyler Harris for a second because you did make a very interesting point about him accepting that role coming off the bench, especially after starting uh, a good majority of the games during his freshman season. I think you saw it in the first game. I think he shot 10 threes. I think he was 30% from three. So he didn't have a great game and, and probably shot a little bit more than he should have. And in these last two games, you've really seen him adjust um, and really take the shots that were there. Like tonight, 19 points. I misspoke as well saying Lester led the team in points. Tyler led the team in points with 19, shot 54 from the field and 50 from three. So even more dangerous if you have a guy like Tyler Harris who really buys into his role as you know one of the second or third guards coming off the bench. Um, and has this type of production. I mean, he only played 20 minutes tonight and had 19 points. So if you get that type of production, you get these guys to buy in. Another guy like Alex Lomax, who's 
really playing incredible in the Bahamas, averaging about 10 points a game um, and just doing his thing, playing defense, uh, averaging four and a half rebounds and three and a half assists a game, another guy that's just a complete stat stuffer. So we'll really get to see the make of this team and, and especially what they want to do with lineups. And I know, you know, no Precious, no James, so it is a little bit different, but you're really starting to see what they want to do, especially bringing Tyler and Ayla off the bench. And I think it's really worked well in the Bahamas, and I think it could be a sign of things to come because you really do have two guards who got a lot of experience last year and, and look to be playing well in their first game-like at- atmosphere, game-like environment of this season. So just more and more encouraging signs from the Bahamas. Yeah, when you talk about a, a sign of things to come, you've got to remember this, again, is without James Wiseman, without Precious Achua. So right now, if you're looking at the way that this lineup and roster is shaping out from like a maybe a nine or ten deep, you're looking at James Wiseman, Prestige Achiwa being your you know your two main guys, and then you've got your starting five from the Bahamas. That gives you seven deep. The next guys that complete that ten deep are Tyler Harris, Alex Lomax, and Isaiah Maurice. And then, you you know, you throw in Ryan Boyce has been getting in sparse minutes. Jaden Hardaway has uh, actually been logging uh, almost triple the, the minutes that Ryan has seen. So, I mean, I think if you stretch it beyond 10, I think the next guy would be Jaden. But I think your 10 deep is looking like, you know, a starting lineup of Damian Ball, Boogie Ellis, Lester Canones, James Wiseman, and Precious Achua. And then you've got a ridiculously good second team in DJ Jeffries and Lance Thomas, who have both been you know, starting and producing in the Bahamas. And then you've got Tyler Harris, Alo, and Isaiah Maurice. Um, so overall, I think you're seeing what Penny is pushing toward. And that starting five that you've seen – has all, not a single one of them, not a single one has had a, a game in this three great game stretch in the negative on the plus minus. All three games, all five starters have been in the positive, uh, which is tremendous. All five ended in the positive tonight. Lance Thomas was the uh, highest productivity with a plus 18. So, uh, you know, that's that's just speaks volumes of how well that starting five is playing, and I think it's only going to help when Wiseman and Achiwa are back. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, it's just building on that thing of, of positive signs to come, especially when you can look 10 deep and really feel good about all 10 of those guys. So, like we said, and I'm, <laughs> I feel like we're beating a dead dog here, but I keep saying this, this isn't a huge sign of what this team could look like or how good they're going to be or anything like that, but – Back to what you said real quick with the plus minus. I think that may be the biggest thing to take away is that this team has been playing so well, which I think a lot of times blowout wins can be masked up by stats and everything. But when you look at the plus minus and see that in all three games the starters have been all positive is is really, like you said, a tremendous stat. And it's that's probably the most mind-blowing stat of, of, the, of the trip to the Bahamas. And that is definitely a positive to be taken away. Well, yeah, and let's just remember, this Bahamas national team just beat Texas Tech, uh, and they did it without two of their best players on the floor, uh, the Bahamas national team. So 
Memphis just beat this team by 10, the same team with minus two of their best guys that beat Texas Tech. I think that also, again, it's not going to tell you if – it's not saying Memphis is going to be a national championship team this year. It's just saying that they're playing at a a good level right now. They're they're obviously comfortable with each other. They're showing signs of what Penny wants to see out of them. So, moving forward, final game – it's tomorrow. Uh, I believe it got moved up to 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. So if you are tuned in to Twitter, to Periscope, to Facebook Live, whatever, wherever you're watching, make sure you tune in early tomorrow morning to catch that game. Uh, you know, I, I'm just, again, looking for cons- consistency out of these uh, top five to eight guys. Um, and other than that, I'm just ready to, to get on with it and let's get to football. Um, I think we've got a lot coming up. Christian, you got anything else on tomorrow's game? All good on my end. All right. No more beating a dead dog. Let's get out of <laughs> Let's here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> that, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.